It's dancing time. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's another session in La Sala with La Palanga. I'm your co-host for one, uh, Jacob, aka DJ Posole, and alongside me is What's up, everybody? Federico here, DJ Papicultor. And our fellow co-host. What's up, folks? Smokestack here. Thanks for tuning in. And we are really excited tonight because we are here and we are um, we have special guests in the living room with us with Juan G of Digging for Gold, which hopefully you are well aware of. It's an incredible blog of records, both new and old music. And um, it's one of our links on our blog and it's one of the links on many blogs of international music and you should definitely do yourself a huge favor and check it out. Juan? Hey. Hey. What's up? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks good, for good. Me. Oh, thank you for coming. Um, I know you have an incredible collection of African music and you brought some to share, right? I did indeed. Awesome. So, uh, what do you have in store for us? So, I think we're going to kick it off with some Angola music and then Ooh. maybe head off, uh, head to the west and see where we go. Okay, let's start there. Ngalami kitadi kulamba, ngishika na mikumutamba. Ngalami kitadi kulamba, ngishika na mikumutamba. Ngiyakwebi ngisota kwebi, 
Chiami boba nganda lawe Dikungu kimene mene Ngaseka mwangola Ngia kwebe ngisata kwebe Chiami boba nganda lawe Dikungu kimene mene Ngaseka mwangola
Go down the line real quick. What, what were some of those tracks you were playing? Um, so I started with uh, Bongo Cuenda from Angola, um, which we were talking about before we recorded that. Uh, um, he's been on my on my top ten for for the last last few. So, um, name of the track I don't have. 
<laughs> you're, you're gonna have to check us out. I online. have a beer in my hand though. So well, I'll, I'll get back to the Bunga Quinta, but uh, Bembe Jazz with Soul is the uh, one that followed that. Um, and then uh, we went to Ghana, which is where all the records that I'll play will be from, um, and went into a little mini neocultural set with uh, Willamay was in there. I think Willamay started it off. Um, and then I had some Suku Troop and uh, this Mashibi record, which is a, a god uh, cultural group from uh, Accra. And uh, that was that song, Ma, that uh, that you seem to like. Oh, wait, no, that was a Suku Troop with Ma. And uh, yeah. Once again, folks, that was uh, the voice of Juan G, digging for gold. Juan's uh, got a full bag of goodies over here. So before we get too deep, though, I just want to take a, a few steps back. You're playing stuff from Angola and Ghana, and I think it was just a, a few years ago you were out in, in uh, the motherland uh, studying music and photography, art, all that good stuff. And yeah, I just want to um, give the listeners an opportunity to kind of hear about your travels a little bit and how that is influencing your selections tonight. Sure. Um, so I, I first made it to South Africa in 2009. Uh, in January 2009 and um, I was out there um, doing photography and working with an NGO and um, I decided that I wanted to go to Nigeria Um, unfortunately the US Embassy website strongly advises you um, to not go to Nigeria which I thought was bullshit at the time but I figured I'd I'd not I wouldn't tempt fate so I decided to go to Ghana because I was like well there's probably failure records in Ghana. And this is, you know, I mean, my my experience with African records was really sort of like, was not too deep. Even though I appreciated it and I appreciated all the compilations that were coming out, I did um, not know a lot of the stuff that I know now. Um, so I went to Ghana instead, had no luck, found myself sort of getting swindled by a taxi guy who took me to a small town with a waterfall. Because I was like, well, I might as well check out some stuff. And while I'm here I didn't know what I was doing um, and it was great went to a town called Hohoi which I've come to know very well um, and met this young cat who was working at the record at, uh, at the radio station out there and I was like you know it was getting late and the taxi I told the taxi guy to drive me around try to see if we can find some records try to see if we can find some any leads on anything um, and and yeah sure this kid was totally awesome and he he was just kind of into the idea that i was into music and i told him i was a dj and i was like yo man i play dance hall and hip-hop and all kinds of funk and stuff back home and i'm looking for this stuff that you guys had back in the day and he's like well, i think my dad has some of that stuff he used to own a record store and be a mobile dj and i was like great so i went out there the next day and met him and his dad had an electronic shop which i found to be like common with people out in ghana that transition from either collecting or playing music to fixing stereos um and yeah i ended up hanging out with him and and uh got some records that was the first taste it was great and uh a couple days later i ran into lion who is uh who totally blew my mind and opened up the floodgates for what i was doing out in ghana and so uh, six months later i was back in ghana and i worked with him that's what led to digging for gold. 
you know, I, I gotta um, say those are those are incredible days for me because uh, I was keeping up with you via email, or every now and then Juan would send a, a box of records, and you know, I was <laughs> at the point of arrival. So every now and then I would get these box of uh, dirty records, and I would you know be helping them clean them up. And it was interesting on on the receiving end, seeing sort of the evolution of your finds, and it was started out with, of course, the obvious, the funk stuff, and. Um, the Fela, and then of course over time there were you know more and more high life and more more and more of the neo cultural groups that you were talking about, and, um, and and of course I've heard you play you know a, a wide variety of other music of the Niger rap and you know the Asanto of more recent, but apparently you were telling me that's old stuff now. So um, yeah, I mean you know for me because I was uh, you know I'm just so into music as we all are here in this room and. And going to your guys' party has always kind of reassured that you can be really into old stuff and you can be into really new stuff. And and the two meet at some point, you know. Um, and so then I really enjoyed getting into the new stuff just as much as the old stuff. And, uh, yeah, Zonto was one of the things that I saw kind of like come up which while I was there. And, and that was cool because for a split second last year and the year before... It was really the hottest thing coming out of Africa, and, and uh, I was glad to witness like its organic growth. I wish Melu were here right now; she would have a <laughs> a few things to say, or at least she would be dancing. You know. So, um, where are we taking it next, Juan? Um, so I decided that based on some of the new stuff that's coming out of uh, Africa, uh, which tends to lean more towards a revival of Nigerian high life, I brought some old Nigerian high life and other little bits that kind of fall in that in that realm. That's what I wanted to play. Lovely. So once again, you're tuned into La Sala. Juan G is in the place. Yep. We're lounging out. About to throw on another record. So thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Sansa, 
For gold, by the way, this is Jacob Gins on the mic, and wow, that was incredible! Another set of beautiful music and all Thanks. high life, right? Yeah, it was Nigerian high life. Um, and you know, I think they take influences from Sukus and a couple other neighboring mm-hmm. sounds. And so, what did we what did we just hear? Um, well, uh, I think they start off uh, by playing Oriental Brothers. Um, I love that. Uh, Aqua Amigo, I think is the name of the tune. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie Boogie followed that. Uh, Onye Chukulu uh, Janima. Mm-hmm. Janima, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, you know, apologize already in advance. No, you know, it's right. hard to pronounce these. And I definitely uh, I tried to get some sort of pronunciation. I think Charlie um, might be from Ghana, but uh, I want to say he's from Nigeria. And I can double okay. check on that. Okay. Well, we will be posting all these songs on the on the whole song list on the on the blog. So if you know proper pronunciation of, <laughs> of these, you'll be able to correct us, and uh, you'll be able to go back and listen tune for tune. And um, so yeah, man, I I just want to ask you a couple more questions just about your experience and you know in Africa, and I imagine there were lots of surprises, things you didn't expect in terms of finding music and. Just can you mention maybe one or two that sure. surprised you the most of like what you came across? What took me by surprise? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think that ultimately for me, the biggest surprise came in um, what I initially came to look for and what I ultimately walked away with. Um, you know, what drew me there was the usual sort of like Afrobeat and Afrofunk stuff that we as um, as as Western consumers sort of are privy to, you know, um, and as a result, I think uh, a lot of people um, take that stuff very seriously, and um, and I didn't so much. I don't so much. I mean, I love Afro funk. I love funk music. I mean, that's grew up playing funk records. Um, that was my first love as far as DJing, and and that's what I came out there to do. But 
ultimately I walked away with I remember I was sitting in a hotel room in Takrati and uh, um, I was with uh, my boy Lion and I should shout out Lion because I mean without him it, it, this wouldn't have been the journey that I took um, Lion was a, a record collector hunter as they referred to him who um, a lot of people including Miles Claret he uh, I think Miles Claret from Soundway Studio uh, Soundway Records was the first one who kind of like hit him to the game and was like yo man I'm looking for this kind of stuff and um, followed other people which I don't need even to mention um, but every major record collector who's gone to Ghana has at one point I think ran across Lion <laughs> and so when I met Lion um, he was way up on that um, and I see that pizza over there <laughs> so uh but he was way up on the game so he was actually schooling me and it was great you know and i and people might be mad about that because they probably feel like they've given line that information and and but they didn't give line the sort of the 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 initiative to sort of um look for the things that he was looking for when i was there you know i think that him and i had a great uh time just failing um looking for afropunk mm -hmm. mm -hmm. which is what people were really into at the time and they're probably still into now um and that's what the records that fetch the most money go for and or, or fetch the most money are they're, they're in that genre it was really like him and i hanging out in takrati um at a hotel which probably doubled as a brothel at some point or at that point because you know you see random <laughs> girls just hanging out you like um, but we're hanging out, and we met this guy who, whose dad, I think, was a, a radio personality, and he had these white label High Life records and all these 45s that were High Life, and we were so disappointed. I know I was. I know he was, for sure, because for him, this is a living. For me, it's an adventure, and it's an awesome experience. I go home, and I can make money. This is his home. This is how he makes money. And so I was disappointed, too. But, dude, you know, they were all clean. They were all beautiful promo pressings, and... and you know, putting the record, uh, putting the needle on them one by one and seeing and hearing um, hearing that stuff was really sort of an eye-opening experience for me. Um, and I referred to it as going down this rabbit hole, which I don't think I've left, and I, I'm actually glad I did. Um, it's just a lot more interesting to, to, um, to be inspired by that sound than with the stuff that I think people outside of Ghana refer to as Ghanaian music. Because, as we all know, what people listen to in these countries um, outside of the United States is definitely way different than what people outside, of the, you know, outside looking in are into. Um, we look for that Western tinge, and I'm not, and I'm not gonna take away from the fact that, like, you know, when I talk to somebody about Fela, they're not gonna be as excited about him in Ghana as they are about Alex Konandu or, or. Um, you know the the Uhuru band before the funk records, like the '60s Uhuru band, or um, Broadway band, or all of those guys. Ebel Taylor is another big example. How he's so big now. Credit due, he's awesome. But you know, in Ghana, he was playing that little little spot that I was going to, and he'd be, you know, he'd be the kind of guy that people used to know, heard his name around. He kind of knew who he was. That may have deviated from what you asked me, but that was kind of one of the things that I think ultimately was led to my surprise about my adventures. And to that last point you made, you know, I've heard you talk about kind of reconnecting or connecting with some of these original recording artists and them like still kicking it in probably the same town that they were living in when they recorded this music and, you know, just sort of really being a part of that community and, you know, being able to 
to be able to actually talk to these folks. Could you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, touching on Ebo Taylor, which is was my white whale when I got there, and I mentioned this before on the blog, how when I first got there, I was like, yo, this is the dude that I want to first interview. And, you know, I come from a journalist background. You know, I worked at magazines, and I've worked as a writer um, on and off um, for a long time and as a photojournalist for what I do now. And that was my, my, my goal, to, like, find Ebo. Because he was kind of like the thing on all those compilations. So I was like, I'm looking for Ebo Funk in Ghana. That's the dude I need to talk to. And sure enough, he was the dude I needed to talk to. I didn't know that it was going to be a year later, a week before I left, <laughs> that, like, I finally meet him. And it took me, um, you know, 10 or some odd months and going to meet this woman in Tema who ran the only the biggest nightclub in Tema and the only one of the few female uh, proprietors of nightlife music that I met in, in Ghana for me to be able to track him down. And so, um, yeah, I, you know, it was great talking to him and, and seeing his appreciation uh, for the fact that, you know, you can imagine like in, um, it was 40, 50 years before, I shouldn't say 50, it was like 30, 40 years since he had, um, you know, had his time in the, in the limelight and and he was getting recognized by all these European cats he was talking about going to Brazil and how like an African funk was big in Brazil and uh, hadn't made it to the States yet and I think as far as I know he still hasn't made it out here um, it was great to see those cats um, there's a flip side to that like I met um, F. Kenya and his bathrobe showering in an outdoor uh, shower at, in this small town near the cultivar border you, you were showering there as well or i was looking for records but i definitely needed a shower because it was hot and i was hot and i was dirty and he was obviously getting clean and we waited for him to take a shower he came out bathrobe and all um or you know towel and all and uh and you know he was like i was like yo man i want to get your story because and i was trying to explain to him like good that i met you even though i have no records from this town from this trip it would great it'd be i would feel accomplished if i walked away with at least being able to tell your story because you're awesome and i knew who he was and i knew his records and i had found some stuff already and he's like oh you want to know my story and his broken english because he could speak english but he didn't want to speak english to me he pulled out three cd burnt cds and was like this is my life story and there was something very one prophetic and profound about that but very sad at the same time because here is one of the greatest high life guitarists in Ghana um, telling me that his life story is, is you know come down to these three burnt CDs and that like he's looking for someone to rediscover him as well um, or at least get acknowledged the, the fact that like he's awesome and no one knows it sad um, so yeah that was uh you know, the, two, the two sides of the coin as far as that experience alright so up next we got a track by the African Brothers International Band this is um, this is a record in a song that definitely kind of represents my own um, my own evolution as a West African music lover via Juan's adventures um, again like I said earlier I was very much into the, the Fela Afro beat Afro funk thing and you know over the, the course of uh listen to these records i just found myself listening to a lot more of the high life joints so i'm gonna uh, share a track with you that has grown near and dear here we go
Chorando, não. Cabo não é gente, chorando, não. Olá, menina, amor, chorando, não. 
Ani shora ganna koru, iya jawunze shora ganna. Aja bure lu shora ganna, amasiwele kajane ni, amashina di koru de, amashina me koru o, amashina di koru moere, amashina di. Here, let's see if how my tongue serves me. Um, Abaraka, um, guitar band of Nigeria. Um, this is <laughs> yet another Nigerian high life band I know nothing about, beautiful. but I do know what moves me, and uh, that track is just so beautiful. It's just like the yeah. way those all of those rhythms sync up. That bassline, man. Um, and the bassline as well. It's like puts you in a trance for sure. I think Juan's. Um, I think Juan's highlight selections put me in the mood, so you know I don't really have too too many opportunities to play this kind of stuff. Just to refresh everybody, what the concept is: we are just sitting around, literally in the living room, with beers and pizza, and just completely surrounded wall to wall by records. It's a messy affair here. We got we got pizza <laughs> grease on the couch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but not on the records never oh, that never oh. that so we're gonna keep it moving right um and the funny thing is is that Juan over here he was he was talking about a record he really really wanted <laughs> and he's been uh I, I should say that look yeah I really want this record <laughs> and it's actually well, coming to me it was just it actually, was very strange if it wasn't coming to me I would be arguing with you about trying to get this record from you <laughs> um but yeah man it's very strange so it, he was just talking about this record just out of the blue and i just happened to have it in my bag and it's which is not the first time that we hear this from jacob oh look what i happened to have in my bag today it's it's really cool i don't understand how this happens but it it just happens and um so yeah you wanted to hear this particular song correct or one you wanted to hear palette right so let's put that on and um the other thing i should mention is how this all works is that typically we don't have ever heard any of the songs that any of us are playing before most of the time we are completely unfamiliar so we're getting each other's first reactions to everything we're playing and it's just a sharing experience really so it's what we do normally when we get together on the weekends play records for each other and we figured hey let's just share the share the music even more press record
all right and i i failed to uh properly introduce that last song that we were talking about and just played uh that was by bala ise baladin um i believe a group from benin but we should double check that and uh, make sure but uh we all agreed that was this amazing track and we're talking about how it got sampled right recently by j cole so you just never know where these songs pop up next and they still live and breathe and um papi Couture, you have something for us right yeah whether whether that was benin or not we're gonna take it to benin right now oh, excellent. uh i play this uh one of my favorite bands from uh all over africa i think you know i'm, I'm a i'm a big salsa fan and uh I'm always kind of frustrated by like what happens in salsa today. Why like you know, I'm not really hearing sounds today that are that are new, that are fresh, that uh, that uh, that I want to hear really. And and uh, so I've been really excited over the last few pelangas when Arjuna here would bust out <laughs> these incredible salsa tracks from Benin that I just became crazy about, and I just started looking for this shit everywhere basically. <laughs> Big ups one. <laughs> And the guy who uh, who got me a lot of those records is just sitting right here. So all right, all right, I see, I see how it is. Yeah, I, I think you should have kept them, yeah. And uh, and yeah, you know, so one of those incredible, incredible bands, of course, is uh, Polyritmo de Cotonou. Oh yes. Um, so so this is a record uh, of uh, Melon Clement and uh, backed by Polyritmo. This is actually not a salsa track at all, but I just love this track, so I thought we should play it. So let's hear it. Thank you. 
laissez-moi partir, je suis un pèlerin, je suis des like that you just gotta let play all the way through that's a beautiful selection thanks for sharing man yeah sure so that was uh once again that was uh the orchestra polyrhythmo de cotonou from benin and the track was laissez le dire and uh once again you, you tuned in the sounds of la sala with la pelanga and uh we got the good homie juan g in the place to be He's a busy guy, and we're just uh, feeling blessed to catch him for a few minutes. He's got to run off in a second, but uh, I think he's got another track for us. And before you go, I also want to give uh, listeners a chance to hear what you got going on. Um, again, you stay busy, so let, let, give us a rundown of what, what, what's <laughs> not, happening these days with, with Juan. Not busy enough, I suppose. Um, the only thing I want to plug is continue pl- uh, checking out the blog, Digging for Gold. It's a Tumblr blog. Tumblr.com. Um, you can check out the SoundCloud page, Thinking for Gold, where I do a bunch of mixes and I um, do stuff. Uh, I'm working on a mix for uh, a site that I will be posting on on the blog, so um, stay tuned for that. Um, number four, so digging with a G at the end, because I spell it properly. <laughs> and uh, four gold, uh, number four and gold, G-O-L-D. Um, and then um, I uh, look out for the new season of Palante. We were talking about that earlier, which is a party that we used to do. Uh, we did last year. We took a hiatus for the winter and that we plan on coming back strong. So it used to be in San Francisco. And now we're trying to move it to um, uh, Oakland, which is closer to my house. And we combine social justice with uh, a lot of the new music coming out of new cumbia new tropical bass and stuff like that new african stuff so we try to kind of like 
create a nice vibe for these uh, really important events that we try to raise money for. So that's Palante. You can check that out at Palante Bay Area on Facebook. Check out Digging for Gold on Tumblr and check out Digging for Gold on SoundCloud. I just want to mention uh, that Juan's been playing some, uh, just a small taste of actually what he, on a regular basis, plays out. So uh, hopefully we can get you back here to share a little bit more of some of the other, you know, whether African or other musical directions you, you've been going in recently. So uh, Definitely. Would love to. You guys are awesome. So. Yeah, thanks for coming through. And uh, before you get out of here, what, what do you have lined up for us? So the last record... I think I even forgot just now. Oh, no, no. I bought this just for you guys. I've played it before on other mixes. And uh, it's uh, the soccer anthem to the Kumasi soccer team. Nice. Knowing that you guys are all, especially with the Barca uh, jersey that I see in front of me. I mean, the fact that like you guys are all in soccer, I know that you guys would appreciate this. So it's called Asante, Asante uh, Kotoko by um, Atakora Manu. Which it's um, he has a couple other big records, Disco High Life, and a couple other records that people are really into. Um, tell you one quick story, please. Um, I was at I was in a god part of town in Accra, which and I was here in Willamette, which I played. I think I started off early on with that, and I was listening to a bunch of god music, and they're the not they're the tribal rivals of the Ashanti. Ashanti are like the main group in, in Ghana and Laga are like resentful for that because they were there for a long time and they have been and rightly so they should feel resentful um, and so they're playing a bunch of music and they're taking money for uh, for requests and I request stupidly I request Asante Kotoko the, the anthem against their rival national like <laughs> soccer team and so they are like okay well that's like five dollar requests Everything else was a dollar, but that was a five dollar. I was like, "Fuck it," you know. I was drunk, get me in line. We're having a good time, and they proceed to do like a ten minute rendition of their national, an- their soccer anthem of the God team, and then they do a short, like little, like horrible version of my request. So that was still it was funny. Still though. cordial of them just to <laughs> they played it. <laughs> I think people were bizarre. They were thrown off because they everybody else there was God and. I was just the only one not knowing that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> so, it's, it's whatever. Um, anyways, Azonto Kotoko is the name of the tune that I'll play. And you're tuned into La Sala. Here we go.
Just had to take off. We, we ran out of beer here. 
on to the next. <laughs> That's right. He's, a, he's as soon as we run out of beer, he's he's out. Uh, but we're we're here. We're posted still. We got a, at least a couple more tracks for you. Um, but before we get back to the music, we just want to let folks in the Bay Area know about La Pelanga's next event. Saturday, March first, we we got the homies Chicano Batman rolling through for an album release party. Their new album, Cycles of Existential Rhyme. And I think they'll have um, vinyl for sale at the show, so come through. Uh, again, March 1st at La Peña here in Berkeley. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night. Um, we've hosted them once before, and they packed the house, and it was incredible. They bring their own special band of psychedelic rock and, and soul, which is very distinct for... Uh, Chicano California music it's, it's definitely It's own brand And you just gotta hear it If you're not familiar It's really special And it just takes you to Those You know Those backyard barbecues Those chilling out On the porch To just um, Those places that you You know and love If you've, if you've been in California at all And, hey, and I think as we're mentioning, mentioning Just in case you don't know These guys have a huge following And this is gonna sell out. So for sure. Sleep. Buy, buy your tickets. It sold early. out last time. Go go look it up on Facebook. It's there. Or uh, you know, buy tickets early. Show up early. It will sell out for sure. Yeah, and we're, it's not just gonna be Chicano Batman. Of course, it's gonna be us hosting, and that means we're gonna be playing lots of our mix of tropical Latin music and African music and everything. A part of what you heard tonight, and part of what you're gonna, you know, what we always bring, which is a huge mix of. All genres of Latin Caribbean and African music. So speaking of that, Jose, what you got next? So up next, I have queued up here is an Ivorian record, low 45 on the Jima, the Jima record label, and it is during that period of I'd say early late 60s, and 70s. I want to say I don't know for sure um, when. Cuban music was taken over the African continent by storm and it was just like a huge fad of the day and you just had these incredible little groups and musicians taking Cuban music and putting their own twist onto it and so what we have here is a boogaloo by Kante Manfla and um, it's called Er Afrique and uh it's just a beautiful boogaloo guitar. Uh, We're trying to figure out if it's also an airline commercial or <laughs> it's a metaphor. Let's play it and see if we can find out. All right. Let us know what you think. Oh, 
Definitely an airline commercial, huh? <laughs> you, got the you gotta Abidjan pay for it. you gotta pay for the bills, you know. <laughs> you got the Abidjan Paris, the, Ab- the Abidjan Coco- Cotonou, Abidjan Washington. I think we should go Abidjan Cartagena. Um, maybe just to bring it full circle, we got the we got the African obsession with uh, with the Latin music, and uh, maybe we can we can go back over to Colombia, where there's just this massive obsession with uh, with African music also, and just to kind of bring it full circle, uh, you know, high life. Nigerian high life made it massively into Cartagena in the 60s and 70s and um, and it led to local bands kind of starting with high life and running with it and uh, so maybe we can uh, just share this um, this track by Conjunto Son San uh, this song also it's, it's called El Zapotero so El Zapote is actually this, uh, this incredible fruit that you can only find in that part of the world Making me really thirsty just to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, Conjunto Son San, the Zapotero. Oh, my God. 
Conjunto Son San from San Pablo, Bolívar, Sabato, Cartagena, Caribbean Coast of Colombia. And like, like Fede said, just bringing it full circle. That's what we try to do, you know, connect the dots musically and culturally and, you know, just uh, share our own musical explorations with our friends and, you know, just trying to get folks like Juan and, you know, others in the neighborhood to come through and, you know, share all of our, you know, musical addictions and, and musings. So uh, once again, this is La Sala with uh, La Pelanga. Yeah, this was a great, uh, really great evening experience of just kicking back, drinking beers, eating pizza, and listening to incredible music. And um, I got to say, we got, we got to be immensely thankful to Juan G, who has provided exactly. lots of incredible music to us over the, over the last few years. So definitely blessed to have him share some of his uh, latest finds yeah. with us. If you do yourself a favor, go visit diggingforgold.com and visit uh, anytime he's playing around the San Francisco Bay Area. You should definitely check out any of uh, his events. And don't forget also to, to visit us at lapelanga.com. Look us up on Facebook, on Twitter, all of those things. We're there. Yeah, we're always posting new music. Um, sometimes it comes in waves. We're posting lots of new stuff. Sometimes we go in little hibernations. But there's, there's actually a massive catalog of records on the site, uh, lapelanga.com. And you can go back for years and see all the records we've posted. And it's all there for you to, to stream anytime you see your fancy and um, music from all over the world. And some of it, you know, you may most likely you may not have never heard before. And um, hopefully you you take away a little something. And um, feel free to write us if you have any questions about the music. And if you want to know a little bit more about what we're up to. Yeah, I mean, if, if, the, if there's something that, we, that you like that you've never heard before, we love hearing from you. We... We're happy to take requests if you if you want to tell us you know give us give us some more of this stuff some more of that stuff or yeah. always happy to share our collections with y'all so thanks again for tuning in thank you everybody peace out Yeah.